Did you know that within the world of seasonal business, February is considered the slowest month of the year? I'm Lisa Courtney Lloyd, and you're listening to the Peaks and Valleys podcast, where we talk about the unique challenges of running a seasonal business. Although our interview guests run agribusinesses, these discussions will be applicable to any seasonal business. Our intent is to briefly discuss the issue, then give you a couple of tips and best practices to consider. Today's guest is Bobby Faulkner, president of Radius, the leader in creating and managing supply networks for large retailers. Radius specializes in seasonal live goods for the home, garden, and landscape markets. Hello, Bobby. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Welcome to the first episode of the Peaks and Valleys podcast. Thank you for having me. It's exciting to be your first inaugural speaker. (laughs) And I'm thrilled that you're here today with us. So you and I go back many years. Uh, Kids grew up in the same neighborhood together. And I know that your career hasn't always been in seasonal businesses. And I believe that gives you an interesting perspective because you recognize the differences from, say, a company that has a more steady cadence and one that has peaks and valleys. Right. So I'd like to begin our conversation by playing back a statement that you uh, said in a previous conversation. Mm-hmm. Running a bit seasonal business is not for the faint of heart. Can you give us a bit of insight into what was behind that statement? <laughs> it's probably perfect timing for you to be asking me that question. Um, but yes, no, it's not for the faint of heart. And it's definitely an acquired taste. And you have to almost go through the cycle a couple of times to really kind of appreciate um, the depth of, of that statement. So um, it is a bit of a roller coaster. This would be my eighth season um, in a seasonal type business. Um, it's not for the faint of heart. And I guess the um, the best analogy that I think I've even shared with you is that it's a, um, I can almost liken it to take, taking a trip on an airplane. And there's kind of two distinct parts of taking a trip on an airplane. There's all the pre-flight aspects that, you know, the planning and getting yourself there. And then that moment of collective uh, breath taking when you pull away from the gate. And then there's the flight itself. And in season, it's really that, you know, pulling away from the gate, you know, takeoff, mid-flight, cruising altitude, and then, you know, touching down hopefully where you where you intended at goal. So there's really two, those those two elements of it. So um, so I guess the not for faint of heart part would probably be the the flight itself. Um, so there's the there's the takeoff as you know anyone I'm not a fan of flying also by the way at all but I like to travel um, so there you go it's it's an acquired taste right so you have you know kind of your takeoff which would be you know startup um, what we call startup in our business then you kind of get to that mid-flight or cruising altitude you know seatbelt sign comes off and you get to walk around the cabin. Um, and then you have to start kind of winding down the season and, you know, you kind of um, get to the other end and uh, to your destination. So, um, so you know, in, in terms of, of takeoff, I guess one of the things that is the most challenging is, you know, you... <laughs> You think of you're you're at the end of the runway and the you know the engines start start up and you're kind of pinned to the back of your seat, right? So, the the key to a successful startup is that everything has to be in place. So, 
everything's tucked away, you know, a luggage compartments are locked down, you got your seatbelt on because really you can't make changes. So that's one of the really key and most important elements to, to start up is that we're really ready to go. Um, and that's that ends up being actually an off-season exercise, but it's really critical for a successful, you know, kind of quote-unquote takeoff. And have you said, I think you've said before that because it's seasonal, you never quite know if it's going to begin a month in advance or a little bit later because it's weather dependent. So is it true that sometimes you will give your company almost an artificial deadline so that you're ready at the earliest possible time that the season can begin? 100%. Yes. We. I always pretend that spring's starting for us March 1st. Um, and, and in a sense, so the idea being that in theory, you know, um, we probably have until April 1, um, but it's really, really important that because everything always takes longer than you expect, especially if you're, you know, implementing new systems or trying to communicate a process. And, and because we serve our customers nationally, um, season starts for us at West middle of March, which is great because it's almost like, you know, a, a soft launch for us where we can actually start to test out the things that we think are awesome and not, but they're not quite. Um, so I think one of the key things is yes, everything has to be in place. I, I do give an artificial deadline to all of us. Um, and everybody kind of knows that now it's kind of nothing past March one. And, you know, from, but from that point, on when sales do start, because we, you know, we serve national retailers across the country, we turn on our, let's say, our direct delivery listings. As sales start to come in, um, one of the key things that's really important for us is to pay very close attention to kind of um, any patterns or anything that are starting to look like it might be a bit of a something, because when that volume hits, when the tap really turns on, um, it's going to be an iceberg. So you have to really pay attention in those early days to, you know, instead of high-fiving, like, oh, we got this great new system and process, like, okay, what's actually going off the rails? What do we need to be paying attention to that we need to address before, you know, the volume hits? Um, and it's, it's a bit of a challenging time because not only are we, quote-unquote, in startup, um, but so are our suppliers, you know, being in a seasonal egg business, a lot of times they've lost staff over the year. Um, you know, they're dealing with, you know, over, even over the last two years, any COVID protocols that they've had. So it's a challenging time with people, processes and systems to for, across the board. So that's why you really want to give yourself that window to be, um, you know, to be organized. Because when the when sales do hit, our window is small, like it's small window to make our year. So we can't be dealing with things that need to be really kind of in place. And, and I guess during that whole time of, you know, takeoff or startup is, it's my job to really make sure that I'm going around and checking in on everybody at all times, um, because, you know, it's, it is intense. And if we have new people, they need to understand this is not forever and not as essentially, you know, it is seven, it feels like seven days a week right now, but it's not that it won't be that way forever. So we will get to kind of cruising altitude and things will settle down. Within the organizational structure, your takeoff happens at slightly different intervals, depending on whether you're in sales or operation or finance. Um, I, I think the takeoff is the same. I think the uh, I'm almost going to say the, the the tsunami that's coming 
hits people at different times. So it's really operational at the beginning because typically on the in the kind of off season or pre-flight, we've been implementing new systems and processes. And so operations is really on kind of first and making sure that they're really locked down and anything that's going on. And then and then yes, it kind of hits it, sales is kind of that whole time, but then finance seems to get kind of knocked over a bit by the volume that starts to come up because of the the volume of deliveries that that we end up doing in a short period of time across the country. Right. So as president, you have to be aware of that. And as you said, you check in with employees one on one to make sure that they're feeling in control, not overwhelmed. 100 percent. Yeah, because losing resources mid-season is not Okay. <laughs> the last thing you want to have happen, you know, and a lot of times you can get ahead of it. And I, I listen, I've learned to listen for really key words from people, you know, like I'm so busy, like, cause you'll see, and you almost really see it in just, you know, in meetings where at one point, you know, somebody who's generally super helpful is suddenly, you know, kind of testy or, and it's just not their, their nature. So I try to, I try to watch for those clues because to me, it ends up being, it's not, uh, it's never the person, no one's intentionally misbehaving, but sometimes you just have no margin. So that's a resource issue. So as the leadership team, those are the things you got to listen to those things because it's far easier to get a, a short-term temporary staffer in to help, to help the team get through the bottleneck, you know, than, than to have somebody say, oh, you know, throw in the towel because I'm not, I'm, I can't do this. So, and especially this year. We also have COVID happening. So, you know, all of my team have kids at home, like there's no school, right? So you add that element, people that have younger children, like they, that's a really important factor that we've all had to start to uh, be sensitive to. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our startup kind of window. And then, you know, we do get to that mid-flight period, which we're hopefully going into shortly. Um, and I keep reminding everybody like July 1. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you do get to that, you know, that that point where, like I said, you, you know, we all know it, you know, the drink cart starts coming. So you're going to like and actually get your book out. And that's great. And and I think for me in, in, in that mid-flight moment is to say, okay, for me, the goal is always, you know, do we have enough resources? Um, are we managing our resources properly? Because the goal is to get is to get us to where we need to be without, you know, emergency landing. So that's the that's kind of the in season, I guess, window or cadence that we um, come up with and some of the things that we we pay attention to. <laughs> and then is there a breath of relief? And then I understand you gear up again. In the off season. <laughs> in the off season, no one's sitting on a beach. We do, yeah. It, it does seem to kind of calm maybe itself down. Let's say September, October. Although we run, we run some um, some fall, some smaller programs um, in the fall, just from a cash flow standpoint, because that's obviously another challenge in in our business. But these are the things that are really critical. This is a really critical time. Um, everyone's tired. <laughs> But you've got to come into that end of season window and you've really got to um, do a wrap up. So we have temporary staff that leave. So it's really important to almost get all the feedback from them of, you know, it, you know, in whatever domain they were working in, what what are the things that were challenging to the customers, challenging to you, uh, a tolerance that you really wouldn't have to want to deal with next year. So get all be able to get all this feedback so that we can actually have kind of an end of season you know, download as a group and um, kind of what were the good, bad and the ugly 
parts of this season. And, um, you know, workflow uh, processes, uh, people, are, you know, are we resourced properly? All these things, we have to be really willing to look honestly in the mirror um, because this is going to really inform our priorities for next year and for what we're going to work on in that kind of window of time. So, right, right. Yeah. Well, Bobby, sorry. <laughs> no, not at all. You've been very generous with your time because I know you are in busy season. Um, yes. I'm just wondering to end this for everyone. Do you have a couple of tips that you would leave with our listeners? Um, yeah, so I would say in the off season, so kind of pre journey, um, you know, that willingness to, um, to look in the mirror, take to be, take an honest look in the mirror with you, with your team, um, be, be, be very reasonable, um, which is one of my biggest challenges in terms of what we can truly accomplish in a small window of time, um, and turn, instead of trying to bite off more than we can chew, um, and, and, and being able to distill down what's the biggest, what's going to be the biggest impact on our business outside within that accomplishment. Um, be have to be very disciplined about your timing um, of implementing anything new and getting it done. Um, and then I guess you know probably my anticipation, anxiety, and being super paranoid about you know what can go wrong and do we have a response plan to address. So that's kind of my off season strategy for for coping and the things that I talked to the team about and kind of continued to instill and then I guess in season a couple of tips I always say you know really watch for patterns or issues in the early days because they could be the iceberg um, you know really watch the wave from a resourcing standpoint like think of almost a relay race like the baton's going to get handed off and even though the first people are still maybe doing a light jog you got another group that's sprinting and you got to really make sure that you're addressing kind of bottlenecks and resourcing issues. So check in with your people at all times, um, watch for burnout, um, watch for signs of, uh, of folks kind of being at the end of their rope. And then I also say when stuff's really crazy, just write it down. If there's things we can't address because we're in mid season, you know what, write it down because when we get to that download period, you're going to forget because it's no longer a crisis, but it's something that we needed to know and we can address in that off season time. So I guess those are my two buckets of, of tips that I maybe kind of govern myself by. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You've been listening to Peaks and Valleys, the podcast on seasonal business. Peaks and Valleys is presented by MarketMaker Agriculture, a long-term hold private equity company that invests in agribusinesses across North America that have seasonal cash flows. For more information about MarketMaker or suggestions for a topic or guest, contact seasonal at marketmakerag.com. Peaks and Valleys.